your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bruce Cassidy blames the lack of effort and too many passengers as VGK loses its third consecutive game, falling to the Red Wings at home, 3-2. to two. The Golden Knights close out this homestand against the Caps on Saturday night, and then they have a back-to-back, Washington and at Arizona. And it is time for the What the Friday feature. That's all ahead. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco, along with Chris Golick. We are thankful that you tune in to us each and every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. Follow us on Twitter at LockdownVGK, at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Unlike Mark Stone, we are back. Uh, the YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights. So, VGK falls out of first place in the Pacific Division last night. Big news as now the Kraken are the top team with a game in hand and a tie with the VGK at the very top. So when Bruce Cassidy alluded to passengers, did he mean a lot of players were just on the ice with no captain, no effort, no following each other, just, again, uh, no real hard hits and a lack of aggression? And what did you construe passengers to mean? Um, passengers is a term for people just out there on the ice. Um, Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel has been a passenger since the season started. There's been times when he has shown us something, but, you know, for lack of a better term, if there is a perfect description of a passenger right now, it's unfortunately Phil Kessel. It's players that are just out there, whether even if the effort is there, the execution isn't, you know, Ron Bjerg is working his butt off, but he just isn't uh, of the talent of a lot of the other players are. Keegan Colasar is not a passenger. William Carrier is not a passenger. Riley Smith is not a passenger. Jack Eichel is a passenger right now. Chandler Stevenson is a passenger right now. So when I name these players, it's pretty easy for us to understand what Cassidy means by that the entire defense is a passenger besides Petrangelo right now. I mean, if we're going to keep on going down this path right now. So passengers alludes to players that are, whether they're willing to put the work in, not willing to put the work in. And at the end of the day, they're just not executing. And I think that is where passengers come from, lack of execution and simply getting it done. Uh, For the ninth time in 10 games, VGK gave up the first goal five games in a row now as well. And prior to the game, Jonathan Marshall said it would take a full 20-man effort to win that game. And his first shot on goal wasn't until, I think, after the midway point of the second period. So if you're going to be spouting off about everyone contributing, it wound up with uh, with three shots on goal, I believe, and a plus two on the night. But if you're going to be that player that's going to step up and uh, be the player in the locker room that's trying to get everyone fueled, then you need to produce something as well. And then the other thing, I mean, Cassidy, just now he's starting to call out players by name. Uh, Of course, he was led into the one uh, question about Jack Eichel, but said that he was a driving force earlier in the season. And he said his expectations are not being met. Oh, man, 
There's all sorts of issues now. Welcome to Dramasville once again. It was nice and quiet there for a while, and now here we go, because I don't know how this sits with the players. Oh, brother. There's going to be a lot of uh, one-on-one meetings and BLTs between uh, the Misfit line and Bill Foley coming up. McCrimmon's back in town. I don't, don't know what that necessarily equates to. There's obviously a lot of chatter right now about a player, uh, other player. Paul Horvat. Paul Horvat's Horvat. name has certainly entered the conversation right now. Which so so if they if they go after, I'm sorry to cut you well, off. You're good. You're they, good. Okay, if they go after Bo Bo Horvat, he's a center, right? So who are they going to get rid of there? I mean, Stevenson can bounce. It, they, 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 the centers are moving pieces. I mean, William Carlson is really the only one who I haven't seen not really play outside the center. But Nick Watt can play center or wing. Stevenson can play center or wing. So you, you'll find a way for all of that to take care of itself. I mean, if you're going to look down the middle, you know, if BGK keeps Eichel on top, obviously, then you're going to have whether it's Stevenson or God knows who's going to be up on that top line right now. But down the, down the center, you can go a couple different ways. You can go Eichel, Horvat, Stevenson, Eichel, Horvat, Carlson. You know, it's probably Eichel, Horvat, Carlson in that order. And then you kind of see uh, where things go from there. But I, I think we're a little bit ahead of ourselves, but who knows? Um, Mark Stone was in attendance last night. He wasn't, um, you know, hobbled over or anything like that. I mean, geez, we saw, we saw Mark Stone. We saw Miramanov. Um, it's it's going to be a while for him. I, I can co- confidently say that by the state he was in. Uh, Shea Theodore saw him last night. Zach Whitecloud is in attendance. So the fact that these people are at least around the arena and up and outside of Miramanov, they're mobile and walking around, you know, that that's something at least right there. Um, Mark Stone, I mean, I didn't catch him walking a whole lot, but he was upright and talking and seemed in good spirits. So, you know, it's hard to make sense of everything that's happening, but Bo Horvat doesn't happen, in my opinion, unless Mark Stone is LTIR, like rest of the season. I don't know where that money comes from, how they get that, and how they would shed all that cap space, unless, you know, White Cloud's going to be a long time. Howden's never going to skip. Who knows? I mean, there's a lot of different ways that could end up going. And Horvat had uh, 31 goals, I think, last season, has 30 goals already uh, this season. Uh, wow. The question that you asked uh, the coach, Coach uh, Cassidy, last night uh, was about the physical. Uh, physicality of this team was there any and uh, talk about coach Cassidy's uh, response to your question I mean a short answer he's not happy with the physicality and uh, but he but also he's alluded to the team not being physical from day one necessarily so and that's something we have noticed and when things even things were going well we have made comments and you know I, I dismiss a lot of the physical play but I keep seeing it on our Twitter feed you know on, on locked on uh, VGK locked on Vegas Golden Knights we need an enforcer we need a fighter we need we need this and I'm buying into the fact a little bit more now that the VGK they're not soft I mean these are NHL players they're not soft by any means but they're not hard to play against right now they're not you know again identity right what's the identity of this team and no one is saying, okay, we're going to come and we're going to get our butts handed to us tonight. We're going to get pounded, just get to the dirty areas, do your best to survive the game. That was the season one and season two team. Ever since the DeBoer era, oh boy, ever since the DeBoer era, that certainly has not been an issue as far as us uh, being an overly physical team and things like that. So he's not happy with the aggression and then the effort comes into play and, and all of that. Um 
The one thing I would like to see as a fan, because I am still a fan, I do this, I do about half the games on the media side, about half the games with my son. And so I'm, I think I'm one of the only people in that media area that actually bridges that gap. So I'm I'm thankful I can do that, first of all, or I'd be going even crazier with this dang team to where they're playing. But I would at least like to feel like they tried and there was an effort. And they are trying out there. They're not just going out there and mailing in. Let's be clear about that. But more energy, more drive, more hearts. Like I'm giving all the Chicago sports radio calling puns right now, but it's reality. And you make up for skill in, in smarts, in aggression, in aggressive play and things like that. And yes, we're hobbled right now. I mentioned a lot of players that are out, but the misfit line is still intact. Jack Eichel is still there. Chandler Stevenson is still there. And uh, Nick Wah. Keegan Colasar has been doing well. I keep bringing his name up right now. I mean, I don't know what that says about things that I keep going back to Keegan Colasar being a force, but it is a reality that Keegan Colasar is a big, uh, has been energy for this team. Petrangelo, I mean, he came out and talked to us last night again after logging a ton of minutes, and his answers were just a bit strange right now. I don't feel like he thinks there's an urgency right now, but to be clear, Petro's been around this a long time, including a team that was in last place in the division and won the Stanley Cup in the same season. So, Petrangelo is not panicking by any means, but the answers he's giving makes it feel like, like there's somewhere between full on panic, mass hysteria, fasten your seatbelts. We're going to get some turbulence on the airplane to the country club. There you go, Tony, to the country club and how good things are going. And I, and I, not that this is a good segue, but I think we all wish Max Pacioretty well right now. It looked like Man. terrible news last night out of Carolina. I don't know if we were going to say Achilles, later, but yeah, we just, we hope for the best for Pacioretty and, no, I don't care who the player is, whether it's Pacioretty or Tom Wilson. You just never want to see that. So hopefully no. uh, it's, I mean, you cross your fingers. I don't, I don't know if there's any reports out today or not, but you hope it's not as bad as it seems. Yeah. And uh, last night there were a lot of turnovers for VGK. Uh, when you talk about this L, Nick Wah, uh, the first goal, uh, Lucas Raymond, uh, the uh, Kubalik, uh, that goal, um, the second goal of the night, I could blame entirely. Well, yes, Riley Smith on the actual play, but Nick Haig. So first Kubalek, he gets past, uh, he gets past Haig and puts a shot on net, right? On Hill, who comes up with the pad save point blank. And then Haig, uh, he proceeds to trip up Kubalek and then he goes to the box after that. Like it's part of the same sequence right after that play. He's frustrated. Guy beats him and what have you. And yeah, and that just, again, I think uh, epitomizes what is happening with this VGK team right now. And as soon as that starts to happen, the turnovers down the goal, whatever, it's almost like a woe is me. And okay, the new narrative, the new narrative, Mr. Chris Golick, the dog days. I am so tired of hearing about the dog days. And that is something that is contrived. Because every team in the NHL right now is going through the, quote, dog days. And these dog days aren't that hard when you have seven consecutive games at home. As they go into game seven, they have but two wins. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's, you know, and first of all, the media is actually the one that started the dog days, by the way. That that was brought up Monday 
in the interviews. And then all of a sudden, boom, dog days, dog days, dog days, dog days, oh, dog days. Goodness, so I, stop I don't know it. if it was um, Jesse or Owen or who started that, but one of them stop asked it. like every yeah. player and it um, like snake bitten, Tony, we're, it's how you trend. <laughs> Ask the VGK an interesting question and you get going. But um, so the goals um last night, you mentioned the goals and the turnovers. Um, I don't mind Riley Smith's attack and aggression on the forecheck that did lead to their power play goal, Detroit, that is no coverage on the backside, but that's also the risk to reward that they do play. So it's unfortunate, but it happened. And I don't mind that one, but you have to acknowledge that play led to the goal. Uh, The Joe Valeno goal. This is the one I didn't like the most. That was Detroit's third goal. Standard breakout situation. And Petrangelo is caught too high at the center line, at the red line. And Valeno just walks right down Broadway and you know, I think that's, you know, you're playing too many minutes out there. You're just out there for too many minutes. You cannot, the, the difference between success and failure in all professional sports, especially something as quick as hockey is razor thin divided by 10. Like it is just so the margin of error to victory, to looking like a, a goat, to be in the goat, to being great. It is so thin and Petrangelo is fine. He's doing good things out there. He's creating energy he's creating offense he's playing fine defense but when you're out there at 27 25 30 32 minutes a game you cannot be perfect every second out there and just for that one brief second here comes joe valeno and you know this petro he was he was in la la land unfortunately and um, this is not a knock on petrangelo this is not a crap on petrangelo segment but a lot of minutes you just can't be that perfect that that much of the time end of story okay uh... unless you're Kyron mcdavid of course, and so Cassidy said he's disappointed that the guys aren't bringing it. Once again, they faced the one-one-three structure of this team, and they looked confused. Did not know how to attack. I'm sorry, uh, that is the uh, the Tampa uh, alignment, and Dallas played. I think the one-two-two. Uh, they're going to see something different each and every night. That's up to the scouting, and the players then have to go out and execute it. And the one thing that stands out about this game too. Uh, where Cassidy said, you know, we do everything we possibly can to get this team fired up and prepared for each game. But sometimes it is on the individual to get their asses ready to play. I know this is a family show. Sorry, to, but this <laughs> that that's was a the quote. that's a direct quote. OK, yes, that was the soundbite last night. You know, Cassidy, I was talking to me and uh, Lindsay Brown from, I think, uh, Lotus. We were walking downstairs and extremely knowledgeable. She is a wonderful person to talk to about hockey. Um, and just, you know, walking down, like, what are we going to get tonight? What are we going to get out of Cassidy? What's uh, What version is it going to be? And, you know, like, it's it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And in that moment, in that quote, you can sense it. Like, his his head movement, he's getting, he's getting our memes going. You know, he's kind of, uh, you know, um, one interesting thing, and I'll say this because all of us did see it, um, while we're doing the interviews, there's a door basically where the players come out. I'm assuming it's like the locker room changing area, showers and all that stuff. And then there's the area where the players get dressed for the game, which is where the media conducts the interviews. And a lot of times players pop out, they grab a water, a drink, whatever, they're in and out of there. And Logan Thompson beelined out of there last night. He was, he, something happened. He's not happy. I don't know if it was maybe him just rushing out to get motivated for the game on Saturday. Maybe he got told Aiden Hill's going to be starting on Saturday. I don't know what it was, but Aiden uh, LT walked out of there. He was a man on a mission. And if you were in his way, you were going down like a bowling pin. Um, when I was talking to William Carlson uh, last night, right as I'm asking my question about, li- literally, this is perfect, Tony. I'm asking the question about 
physicality and the compete level. And I literally to say, him? what's the team's compete level? William Carlson. I know. Come, Are you talking physicality with him? Right. Hold on, though. And compete level. Who come? Who opens the door as I'm saying this and walks right? Like, literally, here's me saying the question. Kelly McCrimmon. Wow. So I don't know. Uh, like, but he was also, that means he was in there with the guys last night. So I don't know, um, you know, if he's kind of to the point where he's going to start interfering from above Tony. Or, you know, if he, it's just standard operating procedure because he hasn't been around the team in a while. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate, but I will say he was there in that moment and heard me say that. And I'm, listen, I'm not saying anything he's not seeing from uh, from his box. But point being is it's probably not a bad thing for him to hear that either. Coming up next, uh, we're going to talk about the back to back coming up this weekend as uh, VGK will take on the Caps here at home. And they go to Arizona on Sunday. We're losing Chris. He's going out for a stroll. Okay, going to go. The gold bar's still there. We're okay. We're pretty safe. We'll be back with more right after this on Locked On Golden Knights. Are you looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want that fat and the calories? Then you got to try a built bar. We just got through the holidays, as we know. And our goal, myself and Chris, is, is just to eat a tad more healthier this year. So if you're like us, then you like to eat healthier, but you don't want to compromise taste. The man, oh man, you really do not uh, need to try a built bar with built. Healthy is actually tasty and seriously so delicious. You won't think that they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. And every built bar is covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in just this unbelievably um, great flavor uh, profile with churro, with peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, all of that. Uh, they taste like candy, but they maintain amazing macros 130 calories four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein and now you don't need to wait around for a box of built bars because they're right down the street that's right go to my local smith's if you can uh, go to smith's or sam's club and uh, again check out grab yourself a box of built bars the four bar box of cookies and cream coconut puffs salted caramel brownie batter puffs are available at your nearest Smith's. And if you are close to Sam's Club, you could run in and you can grab the 13-bar box with a lot of the hit flavors. You can thank us later. Again, go to built.com or go right down the block to Smith's or Sam's Club. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. It's a long-winded first segment that we had this morning, so... We want to shorten this one up just a tad so that we're able to get into WTF a plenty. There's so much to talk about in that segment. So a uh, brutal stretch ahead for VGK. Uh, five games in seven days, I think I counted. Back-to-backs coming up, uh, manageable perhaps, uh, with the proximity. Uh, VGK departing for uh, New York after they play the back-to-back. Uh, the tail end will be against Arizona. They open up with uh, the Washington Capitals here. On Saturday night, and VGK uh, beat the Caps, we remember, back on the road, uh, back there in Washington, D.C., Shea Theodore in overtime, 3-2, the VGK win. And uh, we remember at that point that the Caps had a lot of injuries. And so Tom Wilson is back. Backstrom is back. Oshie is back. All those players are back. And remember the end of that game in regulation when Garnett Hathaway had the goal that he put in after time expired? Uh, that really stands out there. But right now, currently, Washington, the seventh seed, 
And then uh, Arizona, uh, we'll see them uh, down there in Arizona where they're still competing. They do have a compete level. And Darcy Kemper um, had a uh, shutout uh, for Washington uh, down there. Tom Wilson and that team seems to be rejuvenated. Something funny that I saw was uh, Ryan Reeves this week. Uh, he and Wilson met up. They've only fought, I think, twice. But they sure do get into it and mix it up and try to mangle each other. And they were talking an awful lot. I would love to hear what they say. So first end, um, Washington here, Arizona on Sunday. Um, the uh, Coyotes at, at home, well, they have a back-to-back themselves. So they're playing so rigged. They will be playing on uh, Friday night in Dallas, uh, or Saturday night in Dallas, I should say. And then Sunday, they go back home. So what do you make of this uh, road trip? Because right after the Arizona game, they go to the East Coast, the metro area. They're only within 19, 20 miles of three arenas, and it's so rigged for them with the schedule. Schedule Maker has helped them out as much as possible. It's just on VGK now to produce wins. I was talking to Ken Daniels last night, one of the TV uh, people for the Detroit Red Wings. Also, Chris Osgood. I didn't get a chance to talk to Ozzy at all, but Ken Daniels, like right above me. So we were just kind of sharing a, a moment there. And we were talking about the arenas he actually enjoys the most outside of, of course, Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. And uh, just mentioned they love being in Arizona because they're like 13 rows off the ice and how far they are, you know, at T-Mobile Arena, obviously, and a lot of the other arenas. So just kind of interesting to get um, his takes on on that and looking at this road trip i mean yeah arizona you know geez don't overlook that game and then like you said new jersey right to the island right to the rangers right rangers. to the islanders mm-hmm. and then boom we're on our we're on our all-star break right so vgk won't be back in t-mobile for looks like what about 12 plus, about 20 days or so that's probably not a bad thing right now so hopefully uh, they can clear their heads clear whatever it is that they need to and you know Washington's coming in hot. Washington loves being in, loves being in T-Mobile Arena. You know, we're never going to forget watching Ovi uh, and that celebration carrying the Stanley Cup off the ice. And it was a great celebration. Good for him. Not salty at all about it. But point being is this is a comfortable building for the Caps. And now Tom Wilson, you got to deal with him. Um, uh, Carrier, I don't believe it. Carrier again. He he he, he, he called him Carrier. He did. He, yeah, I got him to say Carrier last night. Freaking Carrier. But you um, didn't get him to say Funk. No, it's, he's he's going to start saying he's going he he might not say funk but he might get close. Um, <laughs> he might get real close. The Washington, they're always going to be tough, and you know the Ovechkin uh, watch right now. What eighty goals or whatever the number is away from Gretzky or something like that right now. So I mean, it's just that's what everyone's talking about. But he's not the only one to watch out for. Tom Wilson's going to do his thing. Dylan Strum got thirty four points right now. That's another one to keep an eye on. Uh, other producers, uh, Connor Sheary's got 28 points. They're, they're goalies, though. Neither one has real good goals against the averages. 2-4-6, 2-6-2. So, you know, Darcy, that's Darcy Kemper and Charlie Kemper. Lindgren, that is. Yep. And other contributors up and down the lineup, I mean, is – what is Kuznetsov? Kuznetsov, six goals, 39, 33 assists. Okay, that's fine. This is a Caps team. They're scrappy. They work hard. And they got Alex Ovechkin. VGK has been shutting down the other team's best players, right? Uh, Connor McDavid just got, I think, one assist in that game. Noticeable, but at the end of the day, only hit the score sheet with an assist. Uh, J-Rob, Jason Robertson for Dallas. Didn't see a whole lot out of him. Uh, shout out David Perron. I don't know if anyone caught this. I tweeted this right away in the first. I think I, I did. I put the replay up, too. 
right away, Marchessault was on top of uh, of uh, uh, Huso for the Red Wings after after a shot, and you saw Perron come in. He gave him a little bit extra, and Marchessault, mm-hmm. like, what the hell? you know, and then but then Perron said something to him, and you kind of saw a nice little up and back between the two. So I, I just dig stuff like that. Um, Perron necessarily isn't you know the star he once was, but you know I don't think we saw him on the score sheet last night, if I'm not mistaken. You didn't see him really thumping a whole lot, so. You know, VGK is finding a way to shut down some of the high-end talents of these other teams. So Ovechkin comes in. If you keep Ovechkin off the score sheet, you know, you've achieved something right there. They have the the support, though, to help Ovechkin. So, you know, hopefully um, one person doesn't beat us. And if they shut Ovechkin down, it's not just about shutting Ovechkin down. It's about shutting the entire team down. One thing that I noticed last night, I don't know if you caught this, Chris, but one of the things that I noticed about Jack Eichel. You know something about him? Yeah, a couple of hard checks last night. Did you notice that? He had a couple of hits. Yes. Oh, yeah. One was in the first period. I can't remember who he checked, but I thought that the effort level for him was there. Again, the frustration and things did. It's exactly what we said yesterday. It's exactly what we said about Kessel on that top line. That's not going to work. It's just not happening. There's no chemistry. And Kessel's a few steps behind Jack Eichel. And then guess what? What was the other narrative we heard about yesterday, all last night after I was like just spewing about, why don't you put Smith and Marcia so on that top line with Eichel? And now everyone's like gravitated to that dog days. I don't know. So whatever. I liked, I liked line two's effort. I did like the misfits effort last night. There was a lot of old school cycles. They had the, the best went off of Carlson's skate. Oh, I'm, oh God, Tony, I, I knew you were going to. I'm surprised you waited this long. I was laughing so hard in the press box because I, I knew exactly what happened and how it happened. And what was with that celebration? I, I, I got a close up of like Carlson's celebration afterwards. Like that was. Why would you celebrate? That. You're still down a, a goal. That's what I mean. And, and he did nothing. He, oh, good, my good goodness. positioning. Good positioning. It, it was a set piece that they practiced, I promise. But. You know, in, in, in all actuality, in general, I did like line two's game last night. Um, the line three is now the old line four, which is Wa, Kolasar, and who do they have with him on that line? Cotter? Was it? Who yeah, I, Cotter. Thank you, Cotter. Yeah. I liked, um, oh, what? You said Cotter, and they're, 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 that happens again. I liked that line's game last night. but I thought those were the best two lines. Line one had some moments, but in general, they did not, they weren't as noticeable, to say the least. Okay, I think we need to do predictions and locks of the night. I'm going to go a little bit off script, though. I'm going to ask you, total goals for the weekend for VGK. Total VGK goals for the two games. Three? Yeah, three and a half was about the number. (laughs) I'll say four. I'll say four just to be different. (laughs) Uh, We'll do locks of the night. We'll bring that up on Twitter. Yeah, that's fine. Because we want to see who's healthy and who's going to be playing. And uh, any predictions for the weekend, I think it'll be a VGK split. But right now, it's just hard for me to imagine this team winning a game without scoring the first goal. They just, I mean, they look downtrodden after they give up the first goal. It's like, woe is me, and here we go again. And how much now are the Kraken in VGK's head? How much now is Edmonton as they continue to close in the heads of VGK? No one. The only the only one in VGK's heads is VGK right now. They see nothing else right now. And that's not necessarily a good thing They're, You know, we've seen this in all sports that we've watched, we've covered and whatever hometowns we're from. We've seen 
this happen. So this is nothing new to professional sports. And it's not on the the third the other 31 teams in the NHL to fix this. It's not on, you know, they, they can't be scoreboard watching, hoping Seattle, as weird as it sounds, hoping Seattle loses to give them some breathing room. It's not that's not the reality right now. They're in their own way. And that was brought up to Petrangelo last night about, you know, oh, first goal, it's a letdown. Here we go. But Petrangelo, of course, walked it off. Like, no, that's not the mood. That's not how we think. So, you know, like I said, they're in their own head right now. And that's it. That's it. Coming up next, it's time for, it's that time. It's time for our What the Friday segment. Stay with us more after this on Lockdown Golden Knights. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We appreciate you doing that. And please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are back on YouTube and we don't know what all these gremlins and glitches are. Hopefully we're going to work them out. So I want to get into what the Friday WTF mode. My oh my. I wish we had another hour. Uh, So VGK, Chris. Three coaches in six years. When are Foley, McCrimmon, and McPhee going to realize that it is not the coaches? It's the players. It's the pampered players on this team. They are the problem. I mean, make no mistake, every coach has been a scapegoat for players on this team, and that is where Foley especially needs to sort of stay away from the players and let the coaches coach. I think that Cassidy is the guy i really do i believe that he is the right person to lead this team and if his tailspin continues it might not be long for kelly mccrimmon we spoke about roster composition right on the show we discussed that um and again cassidy uh last night now starting to call out players he does not have the right players mr kelly mccrimmon that fit this system go out and do something to get him players that will fit this system that Cassidy can trust out there on the ice. And right now, there is no trust. Yes, Cassidy's voice is wearing down to the players. But now the players, it's time for them to step up. They can't always blame the coach. WTF, I just get fired up when these pampered players are again trying to make the coach the scapegoat. Fair. I, I do agree with you. I think Cassidy is the man, 1,000%. Uh, my first WTF, and this isn't just Vegas. Uh, me and Mick Kern, actually, a uh, uh, big Canadian uh, hockey uh, personality, to say the least, on the NHL network. We have a lot of interactions, actually, but he mentioned about, you know, the ref, you suck chant and stuff like that and just stop it or whatever. So, you know, this is to everyone who shouts, ref, you suck. And the second, like, a seeing-eye penalty happens, you just groan and flip out and, you know, write this down. Go on Google. If you're in the States, just look at USA Hockey, be a ref. Google that for me. Click that tab. If you got to pay, like, 60 bucks to register, go go through, get your certification. Oh, yeah, put your skates on because you're probably a wonderful skater, too, because you obviously know all this. So put your skates on. Come out and join me on the ice because I would love to work alongside of all of you. I really, really would. There is so much wonderful talent in the stands of all these NHL games that know this game much better than the refs, much better than, you know, the people talking the games. So please put your skates on. I know you can do a backwards crossover in your sleep. I know this because the way you talk, I know every one of you that chance ref, you suck, you know, much more than every player on the ice. So I would love to work with you. 
the Southern Nevada uh, region where we're hurting for officials and we're not, that's not unique to here. Everyone needs referees right now. So if you could help us out there, I know you can, cause I know you all know the game. You just got to get your certification, get your patch and come out and join us. So again, in Canada, they have a different way. You can, you can search it. It's not USA hockey up there, but I'm sure you can go up in Canada. If you are, if we do have any, any of our friends up North that watch us. So please USA hockey, BRF, get your certification on, Dust off your skates. Get out there with me because I'd love to work with you. WTF. WTF. <laughs> uh, shout out to Knights fan 1718. Keys to last night's game. Grab your nuts. <laughs> that was the old Chandler Stevenson line. And that was just so apropos. The timing just kind of floored me. It's, it, it really was a great tweet. It really was a very underrated, wonderful tweet. It really was. It should have gone viral because that was super. So WTF there. Uh, WTF, our guy, uh, Walsaw Aaron, uh, dreaming of a trade LT, number 71, number 81 to the Ducks for Trevor Zegris. I've reached the point where VGK is making me delirious. Hashtag WTF. So how much... Give- yeah, how, how much do you think uh, VGK will be involved in trades? They, to be fair, they could be everything could be roses, and they'd be involved in trades too. This yeah. is how it is. This is uh, again. I haven't seen this since my old White Sox uh, fandom. I'm still a White Sox fan, but not. I don't follow them as much, obviously, being half the country away. But Kenny Williams, he was so much fun to have as the GM for that period of time. It was you knew something was coming every single year, and. It's going to happen with the VGK. So, all right. So every game uh, they give away these posters, right? And there was a period of time it felt like in seasons one, seasons two, where if you're on the poster, you score a goal. Who is that? Oh no, not Willie. Oh. That was the poster last night. So, uh, oh my yeah, goodness! So shout out to uh, my good buddy William, who brought me some. Actually, gave me some gold bar because I hand delivered him a big hockey card he hit from me. And uh, <laughs> we met up, and he gave me a nice little thing of gold bar. I said thank you. Another last gold night, bar. Oh, yeah, he gave me some gold bar. Yeah, it's a little one. It's actually like a little micro one. It's in. You can't see it right now. I'm not gonna, I'll show you another time. But um, I'm not like someone else getting me alcohol. So yeah, all right. Was moving on from that, but. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. yeah, right. Or four or four or three remaining. But he told me uh, he's the one who told me last night. He's like, hey, did you get the poster? I'm like, no. He's like, Carlson's on it. Tony didn't. He said and he, he called you out. He said Tony's going to love it or something. So I I went and grabbed that. And I saw Stephen Marsh also from uh, Why? who um, who I've gotten to connect with a lot. He uh, he made notes uh, in the locker room and Carlson Carlson got that goal last night. He's going to flip out. And we were talking, we said something. I'm like, I wonder if they're going to send Carlson out. And sure as a poop emoji, here he comes walking out. Me and Marsh just look at each other and start laughing. So, yeah, just <laughs> it was fun. But enjoying my connections I'm making up there. And, Tony, you're you're uh, you're much more known up there than I am. And I'm the one up there every other game. <laughs> at Darth Tommy 774 earn some extra money tonight so you can donate to the Tony Dasco Cam Fund. Wi-Fi fund, cam fund, remote. I mean, geez, we're 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 uh, we're we're, we're limping worse than BK last year in the playoffs right now. Oh, that's great. Uh, we had another one from at LV Pro Sports. Keep these coming too, because they're terrific. Uh, two words: stones back. WTF? It says it all, right? 
It does. And listen, it's tough times right now, but hopefully, uh, and I have no other what WTFs if you're going to keep firing, but you know, hopefully I'm uh, done with mine. You can start firing. No, I'm, I'm yeah. done. I'm I, there's it's we're, we're, we're beyond like, like the jokes and the goofiness and the puns. And, you know, a lot of other people on our Twitter said, I don't care what they say they have to do. And Cassidy and not so many words alluded to that yesterday as well. It's not time to get these quotes, these cliche things. And even though Petrangelo and Carlson were saying them and it bothers him to say them. It is the fact that, you know, just get back to work and, you know, someone, I forgot who asked him, but it was a comment about how do you go back to work and, you know, just, just keep going. And, you know, Petro's like, well, it's just a regular job. It's, it's, it's a job. And I get what he's saying, but, you know, like watching Nick Haig on Monday, it was like someone hit his dog on the way and he was absolutely crushed. Carlson talking, he was having a hard time. Not like he's going to cry or anything like that, but, you know, you could tell it does take a toll on these guys having 15 cameras in their face asking, why do you suck right now? I don't care who you are and how much money you make. That's not going to help uh, your your situation to get better. So, you know, are they going to write this ship? Are they going to write this ship? If they get four points this weekend, that's a good start. Yeah, over unders two and a half, I think for the weekend. But the Arizona game isn't a lock. That's the thing. Like, yeah. Listen, I'll tell you folks right now. VGK is going to be an overwhelming favorite. The public's going to be all over VGK. Arizona's the bet, whether you win or not. But Arizona's the bet on on Sunday. No real quick, real quick. Uh, you follow betting trends too, and a lot of late money's been coming in on the opposition. Of I course, noticed that. Yeah, as it should. Yeah, as it should. So, it's not early, just, but uh, line changes. It's not just fan uh, money that's coming in. Not just money. The fan money comes the early. The sharp money comes late. That's anything. Okay, for uh, I'm just a passenger on this show. I'm just a passenger. For my man Chris Collins. You have a great weekend. We appreciate uh, everyone tuning in. I'm Tony Cardasco. So long for now. We'll see you again on Monday. We'll have two games to talk about and a lot more coming your way next week right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.